Hi everyone, welcome to English with Rob, the podcast for you to learn English with and have a bit of fun, hopefully, and also meet some other、uh, online teachers who can help you to learn English and who deliver fantastic content. One such teacher is Dan from Learn London. Hi, Dan. Hello there. Hi, Rob. Thank you so much for having me on today. It's a pleasure.、Um, We're going to start by talking about some coincidences because we met through a coincidence and we had a coincidence just now before we started,、uh, before I hit record. So、um, let's start with the, the bird one. Yes. Okay. So I live in Bournemouth, which is by the sea. And I was just telling Rob that every night at the moment, I am kept awake by the seagulls and the noises that they make. Seagulls. Now, I think, Rob, you can, you can demonstrate what a seagull <laughs> Oh, that's mean. Okay, a seagull.、Uh, let me step away from the microphone. Is, is that accurate? Okay. Could you hear yeah, that? Yeah, okay. I, that, was, that was excellent. It's a bit more aggressive than that, though, isn't it?、Hmm. Well, maybe they, maybe they we'll can... hear them later. The, the, the seagulls can be quite aggressive. Now, for anyone who doesn't know, they, these are not particularly friendly birds. They will come and steal your ice creams. Yeah. They will steal your sandwich from you. So you, you've got to be careful. They, they're, <laughs> and they're bigger than you think, right? You see them in the distance、yeah. on the beach and you think, oh, there's some nice black and white birds over there. You get、I'll、up go close. And give it a stroke. These <laughs> things are big, really big birds. And yeah, they. Vicious, yeah. they um,、uh, my mum. Uh, has been, she says,、uh, mugged by seagulls because she came out of <laughs> yes, a, a chip、like、shop.、That. This is very, this is a, such an English、um, anecdote. She came out of the fish and chip shop with a cone of chips and a seagull、yes. completely knocked it out of her hand and sort of,、wow. you know, knocked her as well. And、uh, she went back into the fish and chip shop and told them what had happened, expecting f- another, you know, some free chips. <laughs> yeah. But they made her pay again. Wow, <laughs> and, but it's very British. Yeah, very British.、Uh, so, mug, so, mugged but, by a seagull well, with but, a cone of chips. The, and the, the seagull coincidence is that、yes. I am currently wearing a t shirt with a picture of a seagull on. <laughs> What a weird coincidence. N- not, not something you would often have on a t shirt. Anyway. No. It's as if Rob knew. It's as if he knew that we were going to talk about seagulls. Almost. It's uncanny. I, I have a lot of, I have a, do have a lot of bird t shirts because I do like birds. So, less of a coincidence when you know that, but yeah. <laughs> The yes, other weird、yes. coincidence is how we got in contact with each other.、Uh, yeah. Do you want to tell the story? Yeah. So, I was at my fiance's sister's wedding and I got chatting to a guy called Tom. And Tom, he is the. He's the husband of one of the bridesmaids at the wedding. So we got talking and you know, we were having breaks, sort of having small talk over a pint of beer. And I mentioned that I used to live in Cambodia, which is where I met my fiance, Hannah. And he said, Oh, my, my brother used to live in Cambodia too. And I thought, you know, that's a strange coincidence, coincidence number one. And then I, I mentioned、um, that I'm, I'm a teacher. And he said that his brother is also a teacher. But is, you know, a special kind of teacher creates videos on YouTube and content on Instagram. 
And I said, no way. I do exactly the same thing. And what is your brother's name? What's his Instagram handle? And of course, Tom said English with Rob. And I said, oh, my God, I'm a follower of him and, uh, and a bit of a fan. I was like, his content is really creative. It's amazing. Yeah. When I, my brother sent me a WhatsApp saying, oh, I met this guy. He knows of you. <laughs> Uh, this this WhatsApp, I wanted to start the uh, podcast by reading out the WhatsApp, but mm. a few days ago, I didn't think about it and I was trying to save space and I deleted all my old messages on my phone. And um, But this WhatsApp made me feel great because it's like, oh, this guy who I met at a wedding, he says, <laughs> you're, you're a really big name in the online English teaching world and that your stuff is so yeah. creative. and One of the top dogs. One of the top dogs. Uh, oh, oh. Is, is that an idiom? Okay. The, the idiom alarm. Idiot. Was that the idiom alarm? The idiom oh alarm, God. yeah. Top dog. That's amazing. A top dog. Top yeah. dog. Just yeah. The the best at something. You're the top dog. Yeah. I suppose it comes dog, from yeah. when dogs go round in a pack. You know. Yeah. In, yeah. in Cambodia, I saw that a lot actually. Not in, Ka- yes. in Phnom Penh, but in other towns like Sihanoukville. Yes. There'd yes. be these horrible packs of dogs which can <laughs> sense your fear. Yes, yeah. I, I remember being chased by them one night on the way home. Yeah. I, w- I was bitten by, by the tiniest little dog, but in a pack of dogs. Really? I don't know if he was the top dog or not. Maybe. It probably If he bit you, he was probably the top dog. Yeah, showing his uh, assertiveness to the rest of the group. Yeah. Uh, anyway. But it was funny. When I spoke to your brother and he mentioned, you know, I was like, oh, my God, English with Rob. My business brain switched on. And I said, send Rob a message and say you've met one of his followers who does the same thing and we should get in touch. So we started chatting on Instagram and here we are today. Yep. This is the collaboration. He's like, oh, his name's Dan from Learn London. And I was like, never heard of him. <laughs> <laughs> but it's because Dan is is quite new to the, uh, are you new to teaching or is it just new to the being an online teacher part? Yeah, I'm not new to teaching. I've been doing it for about nine years now. So, yeah, a long time. But um, I've started specializing in business English over the last few years and particularly one-to-one business English coaching, you know, helping people who've got a good foundation in English, but helping them get to that next level. I say taking their English to the professional level. So, yeah, I'm not new to teaching, but I'm fairly new to the content creation side of teaching. So making the videos, uh, making content for Instagram. Mm-hmm. So, yeah, it's it's a steep learning curve. Is yeah. Your idiom off? <laughs> for me, too. It's, it didn't. It's it's independent. <laughs> Sometimes it, it okay. senses that it would disrupt the conversation, interrupt, disrupt, break the conversation. I think both are OK. Yeah. Yeah, I think both are OK, too. Um, OK. So, uh, yeah, I'm going to put links to Dan's Instagram and YouTube in the show notes for this um, episode. So go and show him some love because he's quite new. Uh, he, needs, he needs more followers. Right? Thank you. Yeah. Thank you. So because Dan is a business English teacher, we thought it would be great to have the theme for today be job interviews Maybe some of you are going for job interviews in English and you really uh, want to have some useful vocabulary and hear some examples. Or maybe you just need some formal English for work. That will all be in here too. So let's start with some useful vocabulary. Useful vocabulary. 
There we go. Useful vocabulary. So later we will be doing some role plays. So in these role plays, we are each going to be the. You will be the. I'll be the interviewee. Interviewee, and I will be the interviewer, and then actually we'll switch, and mm. you will be the interviewer, and I will be the interviewee. In the yeah. job interview, and an interviewer might interview many people. For the job, and all of these、mm. people are candidates. Candidates, yes.、Mm. So I'm going to be a candidate. We are not going to hear from any of the other candidates. So I don't know. Maybe I'll get the job. Who knows? Yes, let's、and、hope so. <laughs> right. In in a job interview,、mm. the word job is going to come up a lot. So、yes. we want some other words, some synonyms, so that we avoid repetition. Yeah, so, it's really important、um, to have you know variety in your language. You don't want to keep repeating yourself. So we can say role as well, role and、yeah. position. Right, you might hear, but why are you suitable for this role? Why are you suitable?、Mm. Why do you? Why are you interested in this position? That's it. Yeah. Other and in fact more formal ways really to say job.、Mm. Yeah. Okay, so now、um, I've got some adjectives. That you can use in interviews、um, to describe yourself. So,、um, and I'm going to ask you, Dan, why do employers want to hear these words? So the first one、yeah. is easygoing. Easygoing. Why? Why would an employer want to hear that you are easygoing? Yeah, you have to be a bit careful with this one because someone who is easygoing is someone who is kind of relaxed, laid back, not too serious. So I wouldn't choose this one as one of your main skills, right? So you'll be asked the question,、um, you know, what are your what are your main skills? What are your main attributes? And if you say easygoing, maybe that's not perfect, but it's good for when you're just describing your personality, saying that you're an easygoing person. Yeah. So someone who is easygoing, not too serious, they're easy to get along with. Yeah, I think that's important when they're thinking about the dynamic in the office and how you are going to. Interact with other colleagues. This is when、yeah. it's good to be easygoing. That's right. Like you want, you want people who are easygoing to work for your company because they'll get on with everyone. You don't want troublemakers in the office. No, or or people. What's the opposite of easygoing?、Um, uptight. Uptight.、Maybe? Yes.、Yeah. <laughs> That's right. People who are uptight. You know, they're very difficult to get along with. They take things too seriously. I、yeah. think that's a good. That's or, a good antonym. Or they.、Um, Fuss or get very、um, finickety. There's a nice word for you. A nice adjective. Finickety. They get finickety about small details. You know, a small detail、yes. to somebody who's uptight will be a big deal for them. Yes. Yeah. Okay. I'm just looking. So, what what, what、yeah. about you? Are you are you kind of easygoing or are you uptight? Sometimes I'm too easygoing. I think. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> That's the impression I get.、Right? Yeah. We've only just met each other, but I get the impression you're an easygoing kind of person. Yeah,、so. I'm easygoing. Yeah, yeah definitely.、Um, I'm looking at my list. I don't even know why I put this one on here. Hardworking. I mean. That's pretty obvious, right? Right. Let's not even talk、yeah. about why. Why?、Uh, but would you say I'm hardworking in an interview? Is it? Does it sound a bit too obvious? I, too I, desperate? Yeah, I think it's too obvious. You know, you only have 
a certain amount of things you can say in the job interview. So you want to be careful with the words that you choose. And I think hardworking is, you know, a word you might use to describe like a student, like yeah. a hardworking student. And that's that's not the kind of word you want. So we're going to cover some better terms that you can use. Yeah, but this is, I, th I think it's good that it's on the list as one to sort of, because it might be a word that comes to your head when you're in a job interview. Describe 100%. yourself, hardworking. They want more than that. And of course, anybody in an interview is going to say hardworking, but you have to appear hardworking in other ways. That's it. Yeah, sure. Yeah. So we want to kind of avoid that one. Okay. So uh, committed. Why might an employer want you to be committed? Okay. So if someone is committed, they are someone who sticks at doing something for a long time. They don't quit. Right. right. So, for example, um, when you get married to someone, you are committed to them, I think yes. is a good example. You, you plan to stay with them. You plan to stay with them forever. Yeah. Right. Uh, let's marriage talk about the now. A marriage is a commitment. You make a commitment. That's right. Uh, yeah. So if, if you are committed, the adjective, then you are the kind of person who doesn't just stick around for six months. You stay in the job for five years you go from junior to senior level and that is the kind of thing that your interviewer wants to hear in absolutely the mm. okay committed the next one is focused why would they want you to be focused uh well i suppose what would you say is the opposite of focused well i'd say it would be unfocused <laughs> yeah yeah or but no distracted. that's not that's not what we want uh easily distracted yeah um yeah distractible is that does that work mm, i think easily distracted which was something yeah. that i often got in my um reports at school from my teachers uh, i can imagine rob it. is, rob is easily distracted yeah. easily distracted. he's hard working he's a hard working student but easily mm, distracted not sure. i'd have to have a look again for hard working maybe they maybe they were also avoiding hard working did, did they say <laughs> you were committed to your schoolwork were you committed um, to getting the best grades? No. No, I was too easygoing <laughs> <laughs> about the work. Um, yeah. But, you know, I, I, I was focused. I was focused um, mm. when I was doing project work or something like that, which is what an employer wants. Um, yeah. But, yeah, I, I think the opposite is easily distracted. It's not, it's yes. not what an employer wants. No. What about proactive? Why would an employer want you to be proactive? Okay, so someone who is proactive is someone who creates things, someone who makes things happen. Um, for example, uh, before I became a teacher, I used to work in sales and marketing for like almost 10 years before starting to become a teacher. And you had to make proactive calls which we had to ring people up and try and sell them things. So if you are a proactive person, you don't sit and wait for things to happen. You are what they would call in business a go-getter. A go-getter, yeah. You do it yourself. You're like, well, nothing's happening. I've got to make it happen. Yeah, you don't sit there and wait for someone to come and tell you what to do, to hold your hand, right? Mm -hmm. You're the opposite of that. So in your business, you want proactive people. Definitely. Okay, next one, I suppose also a bit obvious, uh, reliable, reliable, mm. a nice adjective. Um, 
Let's talk about that in context of a business interview. Yeah, I mean, I think you definitely need someone who is reliable. Um, I'm trying to think of a good example. <laughs> well, if you're reliable, then you're you're always there when when they need you. You will always mm. answer the phone. Um, and basically, when they ask you to do something, you do it. That's it. That's reliable. Right, yeah. 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 Uh, okay. What's next? Um, independent. Independent. Mm. Why does so again, I want to hear that? I think this um, kind of goes back to being, it's similar in a way to being proactive, right? Because like I said, when you're proactive, you don't need your hand held. You don't need to be told what to do. So someone he, who is proactive is also independent. Yeah, yeah. So, so can we give a definition of independent? It means by um, yourself, right? To, to work own. easily without assistance. Mm. Yeah. Yeah, sure. We could have the adverb, which would be, um, I like to work independently. Mm-hmm. Yep. Yeah. Or, I mean, a lot, of pe- a lot of people say they are a team player, which R- is a, yeah, that's obviously a well-known one to say. It's kind of a bit too well-known. Yeah, um, but I think it's well-known because people use it. You know, I'm, good, I'm a good team player. I can mm. imagine myself saying that in an interview. I'm a good yeah, team player. I would suggest, though, I would suggest that, a better way to say that is that I uh, thrive at working collaboratively. Ooh, okay, nice. Hmm. Because I, I think that things like team player, they've been said maybe too much. You think so? It's too cliche. Yeah, it's too cliche. That's something you want to avoid in the job interview. You don't want to come up with a string of cliches because it will sound like you're trying to be clever. And that's something you want to avoid. Okay, good tip. Let's talk about uh, the verb to thrive. You said, yes. I thrive on, what was it, collaborative? Yeah, work. I thrive in a collaborative environment. Right. I, think, I think that's different from my, from my example, right? So to thrive means to like survive very well. I, I think of it, um, I associate it with, with animals. You know, yes. um, like if you, uh, I don't know. Uh, the seagulls thrive the seagulls in Bournemouth. are thriving, yeah. But if you put a seagull, I don't know, in the desert where there's yeah. no food, it won't thrive. There's no chips, there's no hamburgers, <laughs> there's no ice cream. There's no ladies to mug. Yeah. Um, so, yeah, thrive. So, for example, mm. oh, you know, um, in England, they have grey squirrels. Yeah? Yes. Squirrel, there my you go. Dad, there's my a... dad is always complaining about these Oh, really? Creatures. There's yeah. a, there's a think, difficult word to pronounce. I think they're cute as well. Squirrel. <laughs> squirrel. So some mm. people describe them as rats with tails. They're these yes. rat-sized animals that are cuter than rats. And they sort of stand upright on their back legs. They have a big bushy tail and they climb trees. Mm. And the grey squirrels were not native to England. They mm. had red squirrels before. But... These grey squirrels came from America, maybe as pets or maybe, I don't know, in cargo, and they thrived. And they thrived mm. so much that they pushed out all of the red squirrels um, because they ate all their food. And I think they might have eaten them as well, possibly. I don't know. <laughs> oh, God. Uh, yeah. <laughs> I, hope, I hope no one's eating their dinner when they're, uh, when they're watching this. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> <laughs> okay, well, that, that's, I'm not sure if that's true. It's possible. You could Google it if yeah. you want. Grey squirrels, but, but red it, squirrels in the UK. Yeah, so if you think uh, an interview question might be, 
Um, Rob, what kind of environment do you thrive in? What kind of business environment do you thrive in? Oh, well, you want me How to answer, answer it? Answer? <laughs> this is what I was nervous <laughs> about because I'm, I put you on the spot. I'm, I'm sorry. not very good I thought at you. You're the you're the interviewer today, right? Yeah, well, that was what I was planning. But I know that I will have to be interviewed as well. And I'm very unconfident <laughs> about it. I'm nervous as if it was a real job. Uh, I thrive. Um, I thrive when there is creativity involved in my right. job. Uh, yeah. You know, I I um, I actively seek creativity. I love coming up with um new unique ideas it really um i'm i'm passionate about it um that's that's where i thrive that's a very good interview answer oh, i like thank that goodness. i've got the job i would say um yeah <laughs> you can start tomorrow it was honest say, as well is the th other thing i think is i would say for me if i think about when i worked in sales and marketing i thrived in a competitive working environment but not these days, you know, that was in the past. Mm -hmm. I don't, yeah, I'm different now, but that, at that time I thrived in a competitive environment. Yeah. Competitive. Let's, that, that's a good mm. word to add to our list. So it's from, it's from the noun competition, a, co a mm. competition to be competitive. You like mm. to uh, be the winner. You want to be better yeah. than the other person. You, you want to be the top dog. Yeah. Uh, yeah. Oh, the idiom alarm didn't go off, I suppose, because <laughs> no, it's, it's already heard that one. It must be, not sure how it's programmed. It must know when it's already done the same <laughs> idiom. Okay. Um, and then uh, personable. Personable. Okay. This this one is my favorite. And I always say this if, I, if I'm going for a job interview. Uh, personable means that you are easy to get along with. It means it comes from, if you think of the word personality, mm -hmm. it uh, has a similar similar root to that word. Yeah. So it means, you know, you're a nice guy. If someone said, oh, what's he like? They would say, you know, he's a great guy. You know, you can go out for a beer with him. He's good to chat to at work. We like him. You're a personable kind of guy. Yeah, good. Okay. And going back to our list of driven. Why, mm. why is it good to be driven? Okay. So driven really just means motivated. Motivated to achieve. So when you when you give these adjectives to describe yourself, one tip is you always need to give an example. You can't just say um, I'm personable, I'm driven, um, I'm hardworking. Right? You couldn't just say those three. You need to give an example. So in an interview, I would say, you know, the first thing I would say is that I'm driven. As you can see, I've worked for a long time as a language teacher and I've started my own business and working as a content creator i'm not someone who wants to sit in the bottom position of an organization so you always give your example with the adjective you use to describe yourself excellent tip you know what we're going to do when you interview me afterwards i'm going to have you review my interview and critique it and give me some feedback <laughs> um so that everybody it's knows been, it's been a long how i could have done better someone oh my god me too but you 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 know your stuff it's really good you've obviously trained people for interviews in the past I yes i love doing it i love training people for interviews one of my favorite things to do cool okay uh let's see driven motivated ah i'm motivated by uh mm. whatever yeah I'm motivated. Yeah, like, I mean, I, 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 would say I was motivated by creativity. 
Yeah, I think this is really important. If you just saying you're motivated, I mean, everyone's motivated, right? But have a um, good source of your motivation, right? So you could say, I'm motivated, right? For me, right, I've just had a baby boy. I'm motivated by my family, you know, the need to be able to provide for my family. Mm -hmm. That's a great thing to say in an interview because it's, you know, it's it kind of connects you to the person you're talking to. Everyone can understand that. There's also the thing where you can make a compound noun with it, uh, putting mm. two words together with with motivated and driven. So you can say, uh, mm. "I'm money motivated," or yes, that results I, I driven. Was, yeah, sure. I'd say for anyone who's listening who would be going for a job in like a at a sales position, definitely say you're money motivated because that's what they want to hear. Money motivated. Yeah. Money driven also works. Results motivated, results driven. Uh, mm. I personally am not money motivated, but I wouldn't. Yeah, would I'm... I say that in an interview? Yeah, I think so. Um, yeah, it's I... certainly if you were going for a creative job, which I imagine you would be, rather than like a tough sales position. Yeah, sales, you know, uh, marketing, then... is maybe marketing, maybe advertising, like coming up with the um, the campaigns. But yeah. what I like about teaching other also outside of the YouTube stuff is the lesson creation in, in creating the content for yeah. lessons. Yeah, yeah. This is where I yeah. can use my creativity. Yeah, sure. So, yeah, you wouldn't necessarily say that then. You could say, yeah, I'm motivated by, you know, being a creative. You could say I'm motivated by creating new and um, interesting things for people to learn from. I'm also uh, motivated by, I am results motivated in a way because I love it when I hear my students use phrases or words or correct grammar that we've, you know, studied the week before or yeah. a few weeks before. It means or... that you've done, you've made, you've done a good job. Exactly. Right? And, you, and you, they say, oh, I remember that because we had this conversation about, about the word, you know, and you think, oh, that's great. That's what I'm, yeah. that's what I do my job or for. Or just yeah. noticing uh, common mistakes that they always make and then a, uh, pointing it out, addressing it and explaining why it's not quite right. And then noticing that they don't use that mistake any, they don't make that mistake anymore. They use correct mm. phrases. Uh, that's really um, motivating. That's really feels mm. good. Yeah. That's good with, with interviews. Uh, one of the things you have to know about having an interview with like a Western company. So if you're going for an interview with an American or a UK company is that the interview is a bit, like a game you know you also have to prepare with questions to ask at the end right you're you're not just sitting there timidly answering the questions you have to show mm -hmm. that you are forward thinking that's another good adjective you can use and that you know you can think on your feet yeah so the uh other great adjectives to describe yourself but it's not good enough just to say them. you've got to demonstrate it too yeah and the, with the your examples and how you act I think that's a mistake that a lot of people make. They don't go in with questions already. And then you get to the end of the interview and the interviewer will ask, do you have any questions for us? No, not really. <laughs> that's, yeah. I have to say, if you, if you don't have questions, ask however, however good the interview was, it's a very bad end to the interview. So have those questions. I always say to my, uh, my students, my clients have three, you know, three, uh, two maybe is okay, but have three just in case. Right. And what's the salary is not a question. You've got to ask. No. Let, okay, well, let's no. talk about this. What are good things to ask about? I think career development, 
Yes. Um, how much support is available? Come to my yeah. head. What, what else? Can you think of anything else to you can um, ask you, about? You can also um, you can also ask your interviewer about their history in the company. Hmm. You can say, could you tell me a bit about your journey yeah. in the company? Or, or where, where, who, where, whoever you're going to, who's going to be in your team, maybe, because the interviewer might not be working with you directly. But if that's someone, right, yeah. yeah. That's a really that's a, a really good question. And one question you can ask is you can say um, at the end of the interview, you can say, um, um, is there anything you would uh, like me to clarify that would convince you I'm the right candidate for the job? OK, let me just and that's, write that that's a can very that? that's that a very strong ending. So if you if you do that, you're um, I've got it. That was not exactly how I would phrase it, actually. I would say, yeah, do you have any reservations that I can address? That's Ooh, it. Any reservations? Any res not not talking about we're going to a restaurant later. Do you have any reservations? No, Different thanks reservations. Thanks for clarifying that, Rob. Yeah. <laughs> thanks for clarifying that. Uh, sure. And I mean, if you ask that, that, that puts them on the spot because they then have to think of a reason why you're not the perfect candidate for the job. Ah, so, it makes them think, wait, I can't think of any reason. Yeah, I suppose yeah, psych he, he good is, psycholo he psychology. He's the right guy. Yeah. Yeah, I mean, you, I, I appreciate that that's, it takes a bit of confidence to say that, but if you can say that, it puts you in a good position. Wow. This is gold, yeah. gold, gold, gold. And there's, one, there's one more I want to add, and this is a trick I learned working in sales and marketing. At the end of your interview, you have to ask, if you've got the job, but you ask it in a clever way, you say, when can I expect to hear about the job? Or the position or the role. <laughs> yeah, that's it, right? Yeah. And you're, when can I expect to hear? Not, not, not from you, about yeah. the job. Um, yeah, you could, okay, both would be okay. Yeah, but okay. what you're doing here is that you're, you're kind of assuming that the interview went so well that you, you can get the job. But as I say, with this one, this is the kind of thing you do in a sales interview because it shows you know how to close, you know how to finish. Uh, yeah. And it's like, you know how to ask for the money. Right? <laughs> <laughs> yeah, you have to convince people this is sales. Yeah, I mean, it is like, like I uh, said earlier, interviews with Western companies, you know, like, I mean, I'm thinking American and UK ones because I have experience with that. It is, it goes both way, the interview. It's kind of like a game. While we're talking about that, let me, um talk about something which just came to my head, the difference between American and English, not necessarily job interviews, just culture and, well, let me explain and then you'll see. So I, this was in an interview I heard with, a, with an actor and he was saying like when you have um, not interviews but auditions and like talks with, with directors and production companies in the UK, yeah. British people have a tendency to be self-deprecating which yes. <laughs> means like it's the opposite of arrogant and it's yeah, sort of like, yeah. like modest. Like yeah. um, you might, someone might say like, I'm going to make a video. I say, I've got this idea for a video. Um, you know, it might work. Let's try it. We'll, we'll see how it goes. But, yeah. And they, uh, they might say it's probably a load of rubbish. Yeah, exactly. You know, like, say something like that. <laughs> and it's, it's in a half joking tone. Like, Oh, well, yeah, I'm not sure if I can do it. It'll probably be, yeah. Like you said, it will probably be rubbish. They don't mm. mean it. It's not serious. It's self-deprecating. Yeah. But That's Americans it, yeah. don't get that. They don't understand no, it. They, they can, don't do that. No. They, don't, they can be sarcastic, but they're never mm. self-deprecating. So if you're having an interview with an American company or an American interviewer, 
then you have to absolutely convince them. Yes, I can do it. Absolutely, I can mm. be. This is going to be amazing. It's going to be so good. Not, yeah, oh, it'll probably be a load of shit. But let's do it anyway. <laughs> Whereas you know, it's a British some, person might say that, and you know, not mean it, but they don't have that. Yeah, there's definitely some big differences. I mean, one of my students, she said the other day, one of the most difficult things about working with the Brits is understanding our sense of humour. She said it's impossible to tell when we're joking. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Which I can kind of imagine maybe that's, yeah, I suppose that's part of the sarcasm thing and being self-deprecating, yeah. I worry yeah. about that sometimes with my <laughs> podcast. I have to, I often make it clear I'm joking, okay? <laughs> yeah. Um, okay, yeah. so. I think it's something, it's something that um, in business English lessons, one of the skills that you can learn is about what we call in business intercultural competence, which is understanding the differences between cultures and how they, um, how they affect business so that you don't kind of make a terrible mistake when you're in the meeting with your Japanese colleagues, right? These are important things you can learn too. Yeah. And a lot of the people listening um, will be going for job interviews in English speaking countries. Maybe their culture mm. is different from English, American, Australian, whatever other uh, native English-speaking um, place they're in. And mm. yeah, and it's good to know about these things. But I, at the same time, don't feel like you have to fit into it. Don't feel like you have to be no. sarcastic or you have to make no, some sure. stupid, weird jokes. Um, yeah. That's not the just, way it you is. Just have, you just have to kind of know that it's that might be the case. Yeah, you have but to be aware know. of it. It's about being aware, isn't it? Mm. Yeah. Okay, let's move on to the next thing. So, common job interview questions. And the one that comes to mind straight away for me always is, what are your biggest strengths and weaknesses? What are your biggest strengths and weaknesses? Do you know what the answer to this question is? What are your biggest strengths and weaknesses? Do you know what the answer to Common job interview questions, which I'm sorry, Dan, I had up on my phone and then I looked something else up and it's gone. So um, <laughs> I tell you what, while I look for it, can you guess which are going to be on this list of common well, job interview questions? To, are you going to ask me for my three strengths and a weakness? No, I don't. Well, OK, what, how, how should you answer that particular one yeah what are your okay, biggest so strengths and weaknesses let's do that a bit a bit like we've talked about you would give you know three adjectives to describe your strengths so i would say like i'm personable and then i give my example okay um, as you can see from my cv i've worked in a number of different countries and also in my home country of the uk and i'm able to get along with people work well as part of a team and also to build rapport with my students, which is an important part of a teacher-student relationship. Mm -hmm. Point one, right? So we've got the adjective and then the example. And then I go on to say that I am, um, I'm, a dr I'm driven. You know, I, as you can see, I started off in a position of a classroom teacher and I've worked my way up gaining qualifications and working as a teacher manager. And now I've started my own business. Number two. Uh, number three. Um, oh, what would I say for number three? 
now i've got a brain is this, is this third strength yeah the okay. third strength let's let's yeah. do let's do weaknesses because i think this is the more difficult part isn't it because you yeah. have to talk about weaknesses which are actually strengths or what yeah so do not say ah you know i'm i'm badly organized yeah yeah or, or i'm i'm you know i'm often late <laughs> that's it or, or i like you know i i leave a job after six months don't say anything like that no, don't what say you your actual do, weaknesses yeah don't say your actual weaknesses. you have to give a weakness that's not really a weakness right so you might say um you know i, I find I, it difficult yeah what are you gonna say i was Rob? gonna give you an example that i actually yeah. used in a job interview one time for a job which i didn't get so it might not be a good you tell me <laughs> if it's good or bad okay so, let's hear it and i say one of my weaknesses is that Sometimes I get too into a project. And my example was, this was a an interview at a photo agency. I used to work at photography agencies. Um, so this photographer brought in uh, this huge box of uh, negatives for me to sort through. And although it wasn't the most important work, I really concentrated on it. And, you know, I, yeah. I wasn't going to put it to the side. I really wanted to get through it. So when I take tackle a project, I want to get it done. But mm. other, I didn't prioritize well. Other work um, was probably more pressing. Yeah. I've gone too far, haven't I? I? No, I think that's actually a good answer. So I don't think that that was what cost you the interview. <laughs> Maybe you said something else. <laughs> yeah, um, it could have been when... Were you, they were asked... you not wearing a smart shirt? I was wearing a smart shirt. Um, Are you wearing the seagull t-shirt? <laughs> <laughs> no, I didn't have it then. Um, I was wearing my pigeon T-shirt. That might have been it. <laughs> um, it might have been when they asked me uh, what star sign I was. Oh which my God, really? I know, yeah. They shouldn't ask that, should they? Star sign, everybody, is um, astrology. Like, yeah. according to the month you're born, you have a, a symbol, and this is supposed to be uh, indicative of your personality. So I said, mm. uh, I'm a... I'm, I'm a Pisces, but I'm on the cusp. And they said, oh, what's that? And I said, oh, well, it's when you're on like the last day or the last two days. And then you maybe they said, no, I know what the cusp is. And <laughs> what is it on the cusp with? Oh, oh sorry. Oh, no. I have no idea. So that was an oh, awkward no. moment. But at the same time, I, they should not really have asked me about I, what my star like sign it, is, really. You kind of switched to English teacher mode. You started explaining the meaning of the word. Yeah, but this was the question. This was pre-English teacher days. Maybe they oh, were like, "This guy's, this guy's not a." I was going for the job of a, um, like an editor and captioner. So with the photos come in all day, and you write on them, and then you edit them a little bit. Right. Maybe they were like, "This, this guy's an English teacher. He's no, he's yeah, no he's photo in the wrong, editor. Yeah, this is the wrong role for him, right? Yeah. Okay, well, where were we? I'm lost. Okay, I found my list. Yes. Thanks for the weakness. Uh, you want to talk right, about yeah. Yeah, how to answer the weaknesses one. So I gave yeah, you my so example. Yeah, so Rob's example was actually really good. Um, I mean, you might say, um, okay, so I'm, I'm quite hard on myself. You know, when something doesn't go, uh, when something doesn't go the right, my, uh, when something doesn't go my way or I don't achieve what I want to, then I tend to beat myself up about it. Okay. So that's not really a that's not really a real weakness because maybe that means that you're someone who is actually determined to succeed. So what you're really saying here is that you're really determined to succeed, but you're saying it in a different way that 
means that you can answer this question. Yeah. Mm. Good. I want to pull out two phrases from that, um, which mean the same thing. To be hard on yourself. If you're hard on yourself, then after you make a mistake, you really think about it for a long time and you're not happy. And another way to say it. totally what I do. Uh, yeah, yeah. <laughs> okay. yeah, yeah. Uh, I hope this podcast goes well. Then I don't want you to be. Well, that's it. Like, like I, I, you know, what will happen is we'll finish, and I'll go. Oh, why did I say that? that was the, I didn't mean that. So, well, Dan, yeah, I tend to don't beat yeah. yourself up about it. Don't beat yourself exactly, up yeah. about it. That's another way to say it. To to beat someone mm. up means to you know punch and hurt, really hurt someone. If you beat yeah, yourself yeah. up about something, you give yourself, you you tell yourself off. Oh, there you yeah, go. I can't explain phrasal verbs with another phrasal verb. <laughs> you you give yourself you punish a hard yourself. Time. Yeah, yeah. You say like, oh, I'm no good. I'm useless at this. Like the voice inside your inside your head, you know, criticizing you. Okay, um, let's look. I've got my list now of other common job interview questions. Why don't you All pick right. a number between one and fifty? Oh my god, <laughs> what a choice! Ten. Number 10 is, tell me about a challenge or conflict you faced at work and how you dealt with it. So we, we, we're okay. talking about not, I'm not looking for an answer, just how to answer that. I think it's okay, pretty so obvious. This, this kind of question you should answer in a particular format, right? I'm going to ah. try and go through this. It's called the STAR format. So S-T-A-R. So you think of a situation in the past. Uh, what your task was at that time. Um, the So the task is kind of the challenge, right? Mm-hmm. What was difficult. Then the action you took because of this challenge and the result. Okay, so go through those in your head. Yeah, okay, them. so just, just tell me the question again because I've forgotten now. <laughs> uh, tell me about a challenge or conflict you faced at work and how you dealt with it. So challenge, sure. a positive, no, no, challenge is not a positive thing, is it? Challenge is something, a challenge, something difficult and a conflict. Something difficult. Is it like a disagreement with someone? Mm, okay. So I've got an example for you. So first I'm going to give the situation, right? So um, I was working in sales and marketing um, as a sales executive about five years ago in my first role. Now I'm going to talk about the task. This is the challenge. Um, I got into work in the morning to find an email from a client who was unhappy because there was a mistake in his advert. Now, the design of the adverts was not my responsibility, but instead of trying to pass the buck, I decided the best thing for me to do um, was to call the client and apologize for the mistake and try and offer a resolution to the complaint. As a result of my action, the client decided to continue his advertising with us for the next six months. Wow. So that is the star, um, the star structure. System to answering structure. that kind. Of. Yeah. So oh, any kind of the, the idiom yeah. alarm is going off late. <laughs> I think the idiom alarm didn't want to interrupt you because you were in such a good flow. I think that's what's happening. To pass the book. To pass the book. Yeah. Um, a book is a male goat. Am I right about that? Yeah, oh, I think so. This is embarrassing. Sure. We don't know this. No, I'm yeah, not well, sure. it's, it's, it's unimportant <laughs> because when you t- when you say "pass the buck," you don't mm. actually talk about. You know, it's an idiom. This is this is the nature of mm. idioms, guys. You know this. Yeah. To pass the buck, you could say to pass the blame, right? To blame someone yeah, else. Yeah, sure, sure, um, yeah, yeah. But we say pass the buck. 
don't know why. Yeah, so it's like saying, oh, it's not my fault. That's not my job. You know, in, in my example, I said that actually the design of adverts was not my responsibility. But I decided that the best thing to do was to take what we say, take ownership mm -hmm. of take ownership of something. So I took ownership of the complaint and I called him up and said, look, I'm really sorry about this. This is a terrible mistake. What can we do to restore your confidence in our company? Right. Because and, employers yeah. don't want people who are going to pass the buck all the time. They want people who are going to own it and, and take responsibility for things. That's even right. If you yeah. Do it because you're. Yeah, sure. And that, that's part it. of being you. But that, that's part of being committed as well. Right. Mm. Committed to the job. You're not someone who goes. Yeah. OK. I'm not dealing with that. <laughs> I'll let the advertising guys, the design guys, Rob's yeah. department. They not, can deal with that. Not my problem. <laughs> all right. Let's uh, pick another number. Um. Oh, God. Okay, 35. Uh, okay, this is, this is a common one. Where do you see yourself in five years? Okay, yeah, this is a super common question. Um, so for this one, obviously you want, to, you want to aim high, but not too high. So don't say, well, I want to be the CEO in five years' time. But yeah. you, you should say something like... Um, um, Okay, so ideally, I'd like to get settled into this role, and then I hope to uh, take part in some in-house training and development programs, and I hope to reach team leader um, within the next five years. Good something one. like that, yeah. yeah. So I would say, yeah, show that you want to learn something, you want to take any opportunities that are given to you, and then pick, pick a spot. Do your research beforehand, right? So you know if they have team leaders, senior managers, heads of department, what the structure is. Not just for this question, but I think do your research about the company is good advice generally. Yeah, sure, sure. Oh, really? You, you've got uh, branches in America as well? <laughs> Not doing your research. <laughs> oh, no. Oh, no. Okay. Uh, okay, another number. All right. Uh, this time, let's do, let's do 50. 50, the last <laughs> one. Uh, we talked about that already. 50 is do you have any questions for us? I'll, I'll pick a different one then, yeah. right? Uh, 49. I scrolled all the way back to the top. Now I've got to scroll all the way down <laughs> again. Um, is there anything you else you'd like to ask? Oh, sorry. Is there anything else you'd like us to know? Is there anything Ooh. else you'd like us to know? This is a really difficult question. Um, it's not one I've ever been asked before, but I feel like... Um, I feel like they're asking you maybe about your personal life hmm uh, uh, what you do in your free time what, what I, i'm not sure okay. what do you think about well let's this let's question? see what the <laughs> website says by the way this is from themuse.com yeah. uh just when you thought you were done your interviewer asks you an open-ended doozy uh okay mm. don't panic it's not a trick question you can use this as an opportunity to close out the meeting on a high note in one of two ways first if there really is something relevant that you haven't had the chance to mention, do it now. That's true. There might be something that's not come up, this, like a really, a good, really good, point, some yeah. really good experience, work-based experience that's relevant or something. Um, otherwise, you can briefly summarize your qualifications. Uh, for example, you could say, I think we've covered most of it, but just to summarize, it sounds like you're looking for someone who can really hit the ground running. And with my previous experience... I think I'd be a great fit. That's not really 
uh, no, I like I like the first one. The... I think it, yeah, I think the first one is better. You could say, you know, well, I, if I may, I'd like to take this opportunity to point out that uh, one of the the proudest moments of my career was within the first six months of my position at uh, News Corp in London. I was able to get promoted twice in the first six months, showing that I'm someone who can come into a new role and hit the ground running. Warning, <laughs> I think, yeah. idiot. Ah, <laughs> it's weird. Like, it didn't go off when I read it idiot. in the ex example, idiot. but it went off when you said it. Okay. Yeah. To hit, hit the, the ground, ground running. running. I like that. To mm. hit the ground running. Uh, yeah. So basically you start strong. Well, yeah, you start, you start well. strong. Yeah. Yeah. Hit the ground running. Well, <laughs> Yeah. Uh, I, I, I'm thinking about like jumping out of a plane and then hitting the ground running. <laughs> yeah. Or like, well, no, when if you jump out of a moving car or a moving train, if you don't hit yeah, the ground you, running, you oh, you're in big mic. trouble, right? Yeah, your, your face is in big trouble. But yeah, that that was a difficult one. That question, like, that's mm. a real, that's a curveball. That's quite an American expression, isn't it? A curveball. A curveball from baseball. Mm. Yeah, it's a curveball. It's yeah. something difficult to deal with. In this one, they call it a doozy. It's a doozy. A do that's very American. That yeah, yeah. Uh, it must be an American website. Yeah, I've I've never I've never said that before. Uh, have I ever said it? I don't think so. A doozy. So. Yeah. No. Nah. <laughs> okay. Let's do one more of these. Yeah. Another number. All right. Um. Three. Three. You're making me scroll all the way back to this <laughs> game. No, I'm joking. It's fine. Okay, three. Why do you want to work at this company? Oh, yeah. Okay, so this, before I answer, this is the kind of question where your research comes in handy. Mm. Right? So you'd say, um, okay, um, you know, I see working for Rob's English as a great opportunity because as I understand it, Rob's, Rob has worked with over 7,000 uh, English language learners from all over the world. Uh, it's one of the top ranked channels on YouTube and one of the highest ranking pages on Instagram. I Sounds like you've not, done your, <laughs> you've not done your research at yeah, all. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> but some, something along those lines. Yeah. Okay. So drop in some, drop in some facts. Yeah, definitely. Um, yeah. Anyway. I, yeah. It's, about the opportunity that you want to work for them i think just any way that you can show that you've done your research shows mm. how committed you are and how much you want the job yeah um don't say why do you want to work at this company oh the money i really need some money <laughs> please <laughs> yeah that's not, that's not a good one no my wife my wife says i have to get a job so <laughs> <laughs> yeah it's, it's finally time okay uh now Oh, my jingle things turned down. Now, let's do the next thing. So we're going to do some role plays. I made a jingle. I am Rob, but I am not Rob. You are Dan, you don't have to be Dan. <laughs> Wait, I want to explain something about the jingle. <laughs> right, okay. There's, um, because there's a, a phrase, like a, I don't know, a construction that we use, and it's put the something in something. Like, right. put the uh, fun in functional. Right, yeah, yeah. yeah it's yeah. a phrase that people say, I like to put the fun in functional. Like, find another yeah. word that's within that word. Like, the f most famous one, I think, is there's no T... Oh, sorry, no. 
there's no me in team. Yes. Right? Uh, yeah. It's kind of cliche, but I like to come yeah. up with other ones. So this one is... Yeah, don't, don't say that in a job interview. Like, it's no. too cliche. <laughs> <laughs> Definitely cliche yeah. and cheesy. Um, so in this one, I came up with... Um, what is it? Oh, my phone is listening to me. Uh, let's put the play in role play. I am Rob, but I am not Rob. You are Dan, you don't have to be Dan. I'm interviewing you for a job which takes place in a fantasy land. Role play, it's role play. Can you find something to say? Role play, it's role play. Let's put the play. Okay, there we go. That was amazing. Yeah, that was quite a, a deep <laughs> one. I used some minor chords and it got all uh, yeah. <laughs> ironically got emotional. Not, yeah, emotional, not very playful <laughs> for putting the play in role play. <laughs> okay, so we are going to put the play in role play because um, you 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 had two, right? You you okay? So yeah, I think I think you've got maybe, two. Yeah, uh, I really I really hope I've understood this task. Okay, properly. well we'll find out. Um, <laughs> basically, we're going to interview each other. But the interviewee doesn't know what the job is that they're mm. interviewing for. So we've got to find, like, try and ask re questions in reply and think about what questions we've been asked um, to ascertain. There's a nice formal word for you to ascertain mm. what the job is. OK, so. Hello, Mr. Caffrey. Welcome. Uh, can I offer you a, a drink? Oh, yeah, a cup of tea would be great. Cup of tea. Cup of tea, please, for Mr. Caffrey. Yeah, thanks. Okay, thanks for coming in. Uh, your CV was very, very strong. I see that there are lots of productions on there that you've been involved with. Mm, sure, sure. Well, yeah, first I'd like to say thanks very much for giving me the opportunity to, to meet with you today. It's a real pleasure. Uh, well, you're quite welcome. So, like I said, you've been involved with lots of productions. Um, uh, where, where did you... Uh, <laughs> I give you one small clue and then I was like, uh... okay. Uh, what's the biggest movie you've worked on? Um, well, I'd been involved in some productions with uh, Quentin Tarantino. Wow. That is quite impressive. Uh, oh yes, that's right. I saw that on your CV. Um, was there anything difficult about working uh, on a, a Tarantino set? Um, yeah, well, um, you know, Quentin Tarantino is, is quite a strong character. So um, you can't interfere with any of his ideas or his creative vision. So sometimes you have to take a back seat and let the master do his work. Right. He's, he's often about very, very visually um, focused, visual centered all about the um photo what do they call it photo in a, in a film cinematography cinematography yeah i got the wrong part of the word that was familiar to me <laughs> he yeah he's very focused on the cinematography but obviously you're not focused on the cinema photography cinematography at all uh was that did, were there any conflicts there um no not really because I'm more involved in the set design. 
Really? I've not seen that on your CV that you were involved in set design. Okay, so that's another skill. Uh, very, very impressive. Um, oh, so you're you're referring to my um, you're referring to my acting work instead? Uh, no, uh, but I'll just add that to my notes also that you are an 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 actor. You say? Okay. Mm, yes, I'm an actor, a set designer, and of course the other things that I've mentioned on my CV. Okay, so, um, but I imagine an actor must be good for your role because with the voice you have to think about how the the voice travels, right? And um, how to capture that properly. So do you think sure. that that skill... Wait, I'm, I'm putting that into your mouth. A, a good interview wouldn't do that. How does how does acting um, help in, in your role that you're Sure, so, for? I mean, they're, they're all transferable skills, I think, and all useful for the role of a voiceover artist. They probably would be useful for the role of a voiceover artist. I can send you next door. I think that's where they're doing the auditions for voiceover artists. Oh, so you must be referring to my um, elocution coach work. No, your elocution is quite good. I can tell. I'm just, you know, how how the voice travels and then how to capture that. I, I see it's all linked, probably. Um, what's the longest uh, boom arm you think you could handle? <laughs> Oh, well, Annie, you know, I'm an experienced uh, sound engineer. Yes, I know. I can see that from your CV. That's correct! You got it. <laughs> sound engineer. Okay. Oh, man. I'm amazed that worked. Yeah, that me good. too. That I think that was all right way. in the end. That worked, yeah. <laughs> okay. Um, how is it going to work with, with what you've got? Can you... We'll, we'll, we'll see how it goes. Um, yeah, I think I'm going to try it. I think I'm going to okay. try it. Okay. Um, okay. Um, what's your surname? Walker. Walker. Hi, Mr. Walker. Nice to meet you. Uh, hi. Uh, yeah. Thanks for inviting me uh, for the interview today. Yeah. Thanks for coming along. Uh, how was your journey? Oh, it was, uh, pretty easy. Um, uh, thanks for the instructions. They were very detailed. Yeah. Okay. Well, yes. And thanks for sending in your CV. Well, I've had a good read and yeah, I must say uh, a very impressive background. Uh, thanks. It's just a pink light that I, I put on. <laughs> <laughs> oh, that's so, not going um, to work on the podcast. <laughs> I've got a pink light. <laughs> Listeners, I've got a so, pink light uh, in my background and I can't help but make jokes even in a serious role play. <laughs> I'm so sorry. Like ask me ask again. You, ask me again. I'd, I'd like to ask you a bit about your um, job experience. Okay. So um, your, your clients, uh, what, what age are they? Uh, my clients are mostly middle-aged, I would say. Okay, middle-aged, middle-aged. And um, so do you treat your clients um, in a professional practice or a private practice? Ooh, uh, well, in my work as a doctor, I treat them in a private practice. Oh, oh, I see. Uh, yes. Um, oh, sorry. Should I refer to you as Dr. Walker? Yes. But Mr. Okay, Walker um, is also fine. Uh, okay. Yeah, with... Yes. In, in this line of work, it's important to, you know, build a rapport on the same level as our clients. That's true. That's <laughs> I'm true. sure. Yes. I mean, there's one of the questions I have to ask is that there's a lot of emotional baggage that comes with a role such as this. Um is this something that would uh, cause you cause you problems? Is it is the emotional baggage something you take home with you? Uh, 
not really. I try not to take my work home because as a, a psychologist or therapist. Yeah. Oh, he's got it. Yes. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> I think I was quite good at hiding it, right? Yeah, 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 yeah. yeah. Patience. I was thinking doctor, okay. And then I was like, no, not not doctor. Good, (laughs) good, good. You know, I actually um, have contemplated that work in the past. But it's it's that. It's the emotional baggage um, that I think would be... Shut up, phone. Um, It's my... It's the emotional baggage which put me off. Like, you want to help people, but at the same time trauma is so difficult but i think you know yeah. like doctors can deal with um i mean like surgeons can deal with the sight of blood not everybody yes. can i'm sure other people um can separate their emotions from other people's yeah sure yeah it's definitely like you've got to be a strong person to do it like into what well, i think you just have to be able to deal with that kind of trauma and the nasty like uh my, my mom and my sister are nurses and they the things they talk about in hospital. I'm like, oh, yeah, it's yeah. scary stuff. Okay, we're getting off topic. Um, well, we can get back on, to- on topic, but I'm just going to mm. say goodbye because it's the end. <laughs> oh, man, I'm so, I'm so bad at ending the podcast. <laughs> Dan, Dan you, uh, you've been a star today. You were really, really, you really know your stuff about job interviews. And I think what we've Thank got you. here is is really going to be useful for for the for the english learners for the listeners yeah i really hope so like yeah i mean just a couple of things like make make sure you give those examples when you're describing your attributes your character attributes that we talked about so if you're driven why are you driven right make sure you give those examples um make sure you don't use too many cliches make sure you do your research and ask good questions at the end and i think if you do those Half the battle is is won. Great. But before we wrap up, um, is there anything you'd like us to know? (laughs) Oh. English with Rob.